Wait, you said you went to a Deadpool marathon? Yes. Part one and part two. So like you watched them in a row. Because I'm like, yeah. is there something I'm missing about like a marathon? I'm thinking like there are tons of Deadpool things that I'm missing. And all I know and that's is... That's how they call it. Okay. That's how they call it in the cinema in Poland. I don't know. Just marathon. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I mean, it technically <laughs> is. If there are only two and you watch them in a row, it's a marathon. But I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something. No, no. There is no Deadpool 3 yet. Okay. You're listening to Music Manumit Podcast for May 20th, 2018. Learn more at musicmanumit.com. Hi, and welcome to another Music Manumit. I am Tom, and on today's show, I am talking with Wojtek Pavlik. Uh, he is in Poland, and right now, what it's it's not as long as an interview as I usually do, but that's because uh, as I'm talking to him, it's three in the morning there. So uh, for him to meet with me at the time that we had... It was very late, but it's not like I kept him up. He had just got home from a, uh, as you heard, a Deadpool marathon. So <laughs> so here is my interview with Creative Commons artist uh, Wojtek Pavlik, starting right now. Um, could you pronounce your name for me, please? Because um, I really don't want to say it wrong, because I feel like I would feel horrible if I said your Give name wrong. Give it a try. <laughs> you want me to try? Give it a try. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say Wojtek Pavlik? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because normally when I think that, it's like, that's nowhere, it doesn't sound, or it's not pronounced like it sounds, <laughs> but... It, I mean, this is, um, I did it specifically for people like you. Okay. It's a translation with a different spelling. My uh, or, original spelling is totally different. See, there you go. See, that's why I was like, this is too good to be true that it's that easy, but you're saying you made it easy for me. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I appreciate that. many people. That's, that's really sure. cool. Um, and, uh, so where are you located at right now? Uh, Poland, South Poland. Okay. Close to, close to Czech Republic. Okay. Um, I think I know where that is. I can, I can kind of picture it in my head, but I'm not really a geography guy. Central, central Europe. (laughs) There you go. Um, and, and, uh, so you are, you, you release a lot of stuff. And, uh, (laughs) and, uh, so I want to, so you're here to talk about that now specifically, you're you're one of the. I mean, we have people on here because of Creative Commons music, but your stuff mm. is very much like in the forefront. Like you are very much saying this is under Creative Commons. It's even on your uh, your album images, uh, right in the bottom of them, and yeah. all that all that kind of stuff. So how did you how did you get started in uh, in uh, making music for Creative Commons? I just found that there is something like that, and I just used it. Yeah. What was the when yeah, this, did... I decided to go with it because you know there is a there is a people who are interested in it. Yeah. And so there could be some customers who might be interested in this as well. And so the, it's like when there is a community, and I have the product, then this is my product, and I can put this into a community which might be interested in using this product and pay for it or stuff like that. Okay. And what's your musical background? What's your? How did you get your beginnings in music? Like, what would you say started it for you? Um, my grandfather was a musician. Really? Yeah, uh, and he was one of those musicians uh, back then in Poland, uh, when uh, Poland was in the communistic uh, system. Okay. It was very hard for artists to do anything, and uh, so he basically he was a, tra- a tragic musician. Okay. And I decided to go with it because, um, you know, I have that in me and also it helped me 
to release my emotions. Uh, I couldn't talk much. I was very closed. Hmm. And uh, and also I decided that I will I want to create um, uh, a place for people like my grandfather. Okay. And that was like inspiration first, and then I went to college. Okay. In England. <laughs> and you <laughs> to, did to you... get some to get some stuff uh, learned about more. I, I, I think I, first why I went to college was to learn how to make uh, loops and beats. Okay. I didn't know how to make percussions, instruments, and uh, tracks uh, with the percussion and uh, drums. That was the first thing to go for it, and then I learned more. So yeah, that's how it worked. I'm jealous of that. I've tried to make loops. I mean, I can. But um, I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that way. Like it, the, the farthest I can get is like maybe drum loops. But then um, or or when I'm recording something and I'm like, I'm not possibly going to get it right the rest of the song. So I'll use that because it is it is a succession in the way the music is written. Like, you know, you don't play you repeat yourself musically. So, so I'll create that and do it. But not, when you say creating loops, you're saying specifically creating loops like for reuse I, I, am i correct or i was more like uh, trying to i wanted to understand how it works okay because i didn't know okay what's a kick what's a snare and what's a hi-hat i didn't know that okay and how it needs to be constructed so the rhythm because the rhythm is very important yeah so i need to understand the rhythm so and when i want when i understood the rhythm then i understand understood what um different types and styles of the loops, percussions, and kicks, and all this, you know. And yeah, I even managed to make uh, my loops. Um, I made them on the computer, and I um, lured them to make them sound like they were uh, unreal, recorded mm -hmm. in the studio. Mm -hmm. And some people in the college, they were like amazed, like, they recorded that? No, no, I just made it in the computer. And I just put some effects on it, so it feels like it's in the studio. Ha! <laughs> and so you're saying you actually manipulated the sounds for the loops um to sound more human like yeah so what was your <laughs> what was your uh what was your tool of choice when you were making these these sounds these realistic sounds i when i went to college uh, they showed me a garage band and logic pro okay and that that was that's what i fell in love to and, but before I tried Cubase, Pro Tools, and didn't really like it. Uh -huh. I went to and I saw the uh, GarageBand and uh, Logic Pro, and I just like, wow, that's, that's a great stuff. And then I used it most of the time. Uh, but now in GarageBand, when you buy a MacBook, uh, automatically you have GarageBand. Yeah. And there you have like a automatical um, a machine to create uh, drum loops and beats. Right. So just it does everything for for you. <laughs> There's yeah. not much to work about. It, to be honest, <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting too because uh, everybody has. Uh, I I love finding out what DAW people like to use because they all have a different reason for using it, and all reasons are valid. Like I know people who are just like they've tried Cubase and Logic. And uh, 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 loops. yeah, and all that stuff, and uh, other people who are just like, no, Pro Tools is the only thing that I can use, and 
it's mm-hmm. it's it's weird and and yeah and just you okay so nobody nobody saw this because it's a podcast but you just rolled your eyes when I was just like people are like Pro Tools is the thing to use <laughs> and you were like whatever <laughs> and that's what I mean people become very it's very important to them which one works for them and it and it's it's so interesting to to find that out it is yeah it is I like Project Pro because uh, it's it's combination of um, creating on the computer and live that's yeah. why I liked it. I didn't like Logic Pro because it was too complicated and it was, for some reason, I didn't like it. Okay. I, I, I know that Nine Inch Nails is using Pro Tools. Yeah. Okay. But uh, for some reason, I didn't get it quite nicely. I don't know. Just Logic Pro. Yeah. Maybe because, maybe, I don't know, because Britain told me that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And see, for me, Cubase was like confusing as all get out. To me, that was, yes, was, yeah, like I just couldn't looking at that one. I'm just like, well, you're just making it hard, you know. <laughs> it's just. Have, but, you, have you tried? Have you tried Buzz Machine? No, I don't even know if I've heard of that. Yeah, I, I tried it back in Poland before I'm going. I went to uh, England in 2004 uh-huh. uh, with my friend uh, at at um, here school in Poland. Uh, we found uh, a thing called Buzz Machine. It was on PC. It was so confusing. It was some dots. You had to put them together. It was like, what the hell to do with it? It's like, I couldn't get it. It's weird. But huh. My friend was enjoying it. I like, I know, I just can't do it. I need to have like tracks, 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 tracks. I need to see what's going on, but not like dots combined together. It's weird. Right. It was free. Yeah. It was a free program, so maybe that's why. Yeah. It didn't go anywhere, I think. Probably just disappeared from from everywhere well and there's there's one that i use that i actually really liked but for if i wanted to do anything more i would have to sit down and learn it really in and out so so i liked it but it was just like i don't have the time to really get into learning this thing it was called uh renoise and that that's one where it's a it's a waterfall so it's not linear like most of the yeah, it, and so the whole thing like goes, it just falls downward, and it has patterns. For me, it was like it was like uh, it was like the the way the computers were when you looked at the screen in the Matrix. Oh shit! Yeah, but that's what the that's what the DAW was like. It's it's like kind Chinese of like Chinese alphabet. Not necessarily, just the way that you know how it all kind of trickled down. So so in that manner, that's the best way I can describe yes, it. Yes. So like the notes and everything, they're they're lined up in a row they got their own like little tracks that they go on but they go downwards and yeah, that's how japanese uh, yes. writing is going right they right. don't write, write like that they write like that yeah and you're just watching yeah. it spin by in time and it, it was really cool but it was uh it took me like twice as long to create something on it but it also had exactly. really cool tricks i don't know but uh, but yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to add that. It's not important. Uh- <laughs> I'll add one. Uh, the the first program I used was Magic's Music Maker. Oh yeah, I remember that. that. I, that- I still I still have some tracks somewhere there that I made with Magic's Music Maker. Yeah, it was pretty good because it had tracks like uh, Logic Pro. It was really easy to use. But some people like yeah, Magic Music Maker is shit. I, like, <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> right, like it came with the it was computer, my first. right? It, it, it was on like it Windows computers. Yeah, it Windows. was on Windows computers. Yeah. That's right. I had a big box. I, I got it on Christmas. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> oh, wow. I think I had like, uh, I was 14, I think. Yeah, 14. Okay. All right. Long time ago. 
So what's your what's your instrument of choice? What's your um, do you do you just create specifically on the computer, or do you actually create um, and do you create music in, in re- real life? I guess this is a weird way to say yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So what instruments mm-hmm. do you play? Uh, I, I think I can consider myself a multi instrumentalist. Okay. Because I can play anything, um, but mostly keyboards, uh, guitars. Bass guitar, electric guitar. Sometimes I played uh, acoustic guitar, uh, and I even tried to learn violin. But I decided that it's better to use it uh, to compose violin on, on, on the computer. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why it sounds so real. Is because it's like, yeah, use this, <laughs> unless you can get hold of a real violin player. <laughs> it's, it's harder to learn. On the violin, then compose it on the computer. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, um, the so you do play all the stuff yourself on the albums. Yeah. Okay. And now you have uh, your albums are organized by different. I want to say, all right. So, are you specifically creating these for use in games? It looks like that's definitely a targeted method of promoting it. And that was my first idea to do it for computer games, but then it went a different way. But what went different mm. about it? People used it for different things. Okay. All right. All right. So, so you're people in- decided. Okay. So you're saying the music that you created for games, you created it for the games, but then other people would go, well, I'm going to use it for this. Yeah. Oh, videos okay. mostly. All right. All right. Yeah. And background music yeah. for videos. I mean, definitely. It's Which is interesting yeah. now that... Um, streaming games are uh, a big thing. Like I want to say, or or at least maybe I'm just more used to seeing it now, but in the past couple of years, like the fact that people will record themselves playing games when they do the rebroadcast of it, they always want to chop it up for parts and put music into it. Have you been noticing a little bit more of that since then? I mean, I'm watching those kind of stuff because I don't have a hardware to and time to play games. So I'm just watching other people play games. I never thought of it that way. I was always confused about the why do people watch it? And that's true. You're like, oh, I don't have the game, but I like it. Okay. I never thought of that actually makes perfect sense. That's one of the things that always baffled me. And I get it. I mean, you watch, I mean, if you could watch something like right now, my wife on TV has a cooking show. She's not actively cooking or, or, you know, you watch like a house uh, improvement show. You, you're not actively improving your house. You're watching it because it's interesting. Sorry, I'm just having a nice little realization about game that's streaming cool. right cool. now. <laughs> and, and that's the one thing that is cool about it is um, is the fact that people do sit there and watch it. Like you know, everybody's like, "Oh, we want to stream our stuff all these places," and nobody watches it. Or you know, you people only spend a second on social media, and your post is gone. On like gaming platforms, people sit there for a very long time because they're specifically going to sit down and watch it. Do you do yeah. that at all? Do you, do you do the streaming? Like, do you stream making music? Um, I tried, but, um, I had few shots at it okay. and, uh, and I just, I think the files are just there on my hard drive somewhere. Okay. I just can't get. I can't get to. There's something kind of like a barrier that enables me to do it, to put, post it on YouTube. Right. And I would never do stream because I don't have that fast internet. Okay. And I don't have. Uh, just you know, I'm not this like streaming, videoing. I can create videos to promote 
my music, mm-hmm. but I created so much music. It's like, oh, I need to stream it now. It's like, oh, another job. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's too complicated. <laughs> so what would you say the style of your music is? Hmm, that's a good question. I have many styles. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I'm asking, because <laughs> I, I know that you have a method for creating it, but it's not necessarily like this is the type of music I play. So how would you describe the way you do things to people? Like if they found out that you're like, oh, I released I released music for um, reuse online, and they'd go, what kind of stuff is it? You know, what would you say? Hmm. I would say uh, I create many kinds of music because I'm interested in many kinds of music, mm-hmm. uh, and I like to get my be my uh, you know get myself more interested because I'm getting bored quickly. <laughs> uh, and so you know, and because I'm also like I'm not that kind of a guy who just watches uh, drama movies. I like action movies, science fiction movies, fantasy movies. Yeah. Uh, and this is that's where I get my inspirations from. And I played many computer games, so RPGs, uh, science fiction shooters, FPS. Uh, I played many games as well. So I got that inspirations from there, and I just put them all in there. Mm-hmm. And and just you know. I gave it to in sort of ways to put them in the specific places so people will find it and use it whatever they want to use it for. And I just watch, I watched and I see where they use it and like, okay, I'll name it this like that and I'll name it this like that as well. I'll promote it this way. And you know, this, this is the whole thing about capitalism, isn't it? Yeah. That's so it works. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, and then the other thing too is like you have an album that's called Watch Your Dubstep, you know, and, and, but I still haven't finished that one. I have so many things about it. You haven't finished it, but it's released. So you, do you actively um, add to it? And not, uh, I haven't added to it. Okay. Recently, I still have a few things, uh, to, to publish. But, but let me, but that's, that's what I'm asking is like, okay, so I'm, I'm looking at the album, uh, watch your dubstep right now but you're saying it's not finished so what's the so yeah. why why did you put out what you did have because i put it there okay because it was kind of like yeah okay let's put it down see what's gonna happen uh-huh even though you're still <laughs> working on it so you just kind of released it as is yeah to see what's going to be the um the public reaction yeah no it, i'm i'm <laughs> asking this because i I get that. I like that. I think of the internet as like so many people are like, well, you know, it's like, what are you working on? Oh, we're working on our album. Can I listen to it? Oh, it's not done yet. That makes no sense to me. You know, that that's, that's, I, I don't get that. Like, I'm just like, put it out. And then it's like, well, you know, we're kind of still working on it. Then, cha- then so many times. Then change it. Put out another one. It's the internet. It's not you're not because, carving you know, because it in stone. they're artists and stuff like that. Well, in the fact perfect. You can go back and change it. Like think of this theory. When No, they will cry about it. <laughs> but think of it this way. If you're an artist, uh, a musician and you make an album, when you perform live, how many bands have you seen where you're like, "Oh, they're not performing it like on the album?" They they enjoy doing that sometimes, or when they perform, it's not going to sound like the album live, unless of course they're just playing along to a backtrack. Um, it's it's different. So why is that okay? But it's like, oh, if we change anything about what was released online, that's not okay. So it has to be perfect before we put they it. They take it too seriously. Yeah, I agree. I totally. Agree. I don't take seriously about music. Like, okay, I've got it. It's not perfect, but I've got it. 
and I release it, and next thing I'll see, oh shit, it's, it's mastering is so bad. Yeah. People like it though. So okay, maybe in the future I'll remaster it and sell it again. Yeah. <laughs> higher price and say remastered version. Mm -hmm. and that's another product to sell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't do it. What about bands put it like, how are people not understanding that bands used to put out live albums? The live albums were basically the exact same album you just bought a year ago, but a live version because they didn't have an album to put out. <laughs> you know, it's, but people would go buy it and it's like, you have those songs, but it's the live version. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's, and, and not to, I, I hate the fact that I'm going to be referencing uh, Kanye, uh, but but that's mm -hmm. what he used to do. He would put stuff out on SoundCloud and then delete it and then put out another version. Because you can, because it's the internet, because it doesn't technically exist. <laughs> you know, it's... It, but then there will be some people who found it and downloaded it. And then the legend will be created. And that's what's there beautiful. Was that, there was that song he posted before the new version. And, and you, only few have the copy. And you've just created that legend. You know, that's what I'm saying. Is like, yes. that's a beautiful thing. Um, even if sure. it was horrible. I mean, and then he went around and he just released something that was like, where he just goes like, uh, scoop the poop or something like that, or some weird mm -hmm. ass thing that makes no sense whatsoever. And it's like, mm -hmm. he just released it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just, I, it's, it's nice to talk to a person that like totally is like on the same board. It's like, whatever, just, I released it, even though I'm not done. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, I think the same way. And it's refreshing to talk to somebody who's, we're literally arguing the same point to each other. <laughs> so you meet a lot of people who are on a different uh, level of understanding what to release. Yeah, just who don't get that concept and go, I couldn't mm. do that. And it's like, why not? Who mm. cares? You know? Trying to be too perfect. Yeah. Mm. And, and I mean, to a point, I get that. You know, it's good to be impressed, but it's also like make things. And it's also like, uh, it's a whole concept of mixtapes. People would release mixtapes for exposure and then go in and yeah. record the actual thing. Anyway. Demo versions as well. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, like when we used to record crap on a four track before we did have these computers mm -hmm. with multi-tracking and the ability to to make perfect recordings. Yeah, like have you have you heard the um, uh, do you know Murray Manson and uh, the previous version of his album Antichrist Superstar? I don't the know. Previous version. I don't know about the previous version. No. Yes, I heard about it. It was so weird. Really. So the new one was the, the the official version was much better, but the previous version, the demo version, I think it was without the Trent Reznor's uh, pro production okay. uh, on it, and uh, it was so much different. But they released it somewhere, and some people got it. Huh? It wasn't official, but so, and you know, Merlin Manson, he's a, he's a good businessman. Yeah. He has to make money. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's he he can put any crap over there and. People won't even see that there are mistakes. Yes. That's how it is. Yeah. That's another thing. Um, people who create music because they know so much of all the details they created. And um, so they take it too seriously and they forget that people who will hear it, they won't hear the same details they created because yeah. they didn't do it. And that's what I think that's what artists uh, they 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 kind of they are kind of like stuck with this uh, mind like oh I know all the details and I know all the mistakes yes. and then I wake up in the morning oh there was a mistake over there I cannot release it people won't see it <laughs> yeah yeah 
People won't notice. Exactly. Unless you point it out to them. The imperfections yeah. are, in general, people listen to it as a whole. They don't listen to it line by line. Um, and and the other thing, too, that that's uh, interesting with the fact that you're specifically creating this for people to use in things, um, which is, a, which again, is another brilliant thing. It's like, you know, you're getting it in videos. That's the exposure. Like, you being in the background is exposure because people will be watching something yeah. and go... Where did you get that music from? And when people find it, people go through, they don't just go, oh, I'm going to sit here for hours and find the perfect thing. They listen to a couple of seconds and go, is that the mood I want? No. Next one. Is that the mood I want? No. Next one. So even that perfection, it's like you're really only getting a couple of seconds for your song for people to decide whether or not they're going to use it. So the fact that you're putting out that much makes even more sense, you know? True. Um, but yeah, it's, okay. That was <laughs> I just basically I'm like I'm going to answer your concept for you. Um, it, and uh, another another thing that I think uh, on your YouTube channel that yeah. is not even music related, but it's brilliant, and I wish it had more views. Really? Yes. How to deal with copyright music claims when using Creative Commons music? <laughs> so yeah, you, I did that one. Yeah, you have. So I watched it, and I've I've dealt with this so many times over the years and people who will just all of a sudden freak out because they got a claim for yeah. something of mine that they used and it's because mm -hmm. of distribution it has nothing to do with you sitting here and going searching youtube and like going no somebody's using my music and they'll be like but it's creative commons it's like i'm not there i, I i'm not doing this all day it's it's mm -hmm. automated and the fact that you go you just dispute it here's how you dispute it and you do mm -hmm. a walkthrough and it's very simple and it's like, yes. And then they'll get an alert and they'll go, oh, okay. And that's it. That's all it is. I've had so many people angrily respond to me about the fact that they got a copyright claim trying to use our stuff. And it's like, just, just dispute it. But it, I think it's because of Hollywood. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because Hollywood is, has been uh, banning videos and deleting videos because they used videos oh, use some part of their content and the people now freaking out like oh my god i'm going to use his music and i've got a claim which means uh, probably i'm going to have my channel banned and right this is the whole uh, youtube career is just going down yeah yeah and in the truth <laughs> I, I got one comment recently about that they, they used some part of my music in some part of their video and they're freaking out and they they put a comment on the please can you can you uh, re remove the claim because this music for us is uh, this this video for us is very important and mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like and I, I just told them you can still use the, the video the music in video and just some ads will pop up and you support me and then I will support you by promoting this video and we support each other there we go. That's how it works. Yeah. Video is still okay. You can probably you can still make money of it, probably. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're just freaking out because of Hollywood. So, do you release under different uh, Creative Commons licenses, or do you go strictly by the just attribution? Um, the the videos uh, on YouTube, my music are for non-commercial. But to get a commercial. License they need to buy on Bandcamp. Oh. On SoundCloud, I provide with non-commercial license. Okay. Okay. Actually, yeah. that's a new method. I've never heard. Okay. So you're saying? <laughs> really? Oh, okay. I've, yeah. No. I'm. Well, you're saying that people don't have to do anything. They can just use it, like 
from the videos under non-commercial, but and just yes, I, I just I'm want registered to... with I'm also registered with AdRev. Okay. At Rev. Yeah. And that they 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 uh, the, the get content all the claims ID. and they scanning YouTube. Right, but you're so, saying but if, when it, hmm? you're saying that when they want to use your songs under just regular, uh, just attribution, blank attribution, uh, Creative Commons, non commercial. Yeah. No, when they don't want to use non commercial, you're saying that they have to buy it from Bandcamp to use it. Uh, that's the only place at the moment I have. Okay. I also promote my music on um, royalty-free websites. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of like Creative Commons, but with uh, royalty-free websites. And the thing about um, uh, when people buy uh, uh, from Bandcamp under uh, commercial use, uh, the the songs over there, they uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to um, make them realize they need to contact me or they need to create a dispute that I have a license because there is an option that I have bought a license to use this. And most people, uh, they don't complain. Mm -hmm. They understand. Those people who, are, who buy uh, under, those, uh, under those rights, commercial license, they understand it and they don't complain about it. Okay. That's why I also created videos. Maybe, maybe they also watch the videos and maybe you know, they just don't contact me about it. <laughs> yeah, but they also there's also an option like uh, if if you buy it and you have problems with the claim, uh, just give me a link and I'll register this video to remove the claim. But mostly people just uh, they just do it and they they didn't complain about it. They kind of understand it. Okay, and when you when you remove the claim, so you're saying you're able to do it personally because I go through yeah. a distribution channel and it's actually kind of difficult because I have to contact them. You have you have direct access. To yeah. remove the claim, and is that through AdRev? Yes. I didn't know that they did that. That's interesting. They're okay. awesome. I like them. Huh. Many people complain about them. I have no idea why. <laughs> uh, well, just in general, yeah, because going back to the fact that they go around and make claims, that's that's why they're. It's it's Maybe, like yeah, because most most of the complaints coming from teenagers. That's true. <laughs> And it, but I just didn't know that they gave you that access because what I'll have to do is I have to email my distributor oh. and go, can you whitelist this song for okay. use? And that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And huh, interesting. Okay. Um, I was lucky to find it. Yeah. Well, and I've I knew of it. I've just never. I I was already doing that when I found it, so I wasn't sure what they did or what mm -hmm. they offered or if I should switch. Um, do you, uh, so what kind of, or how many videos would you say that your stuff is being used in? Are you, have you found anything really interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, flat earth videos. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, some, uh, gaming videos as well. Uh, scientific videos and some horror videos. Cool. Lots of them. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, recently flat earth <laughs> for wow. some reason. That's interesting. I wonder what uh, what prompted that, that they found your stuff and were like, all right, this is for our Flat Earth video. I made one video that is very popular and on a different channel. Oh, okay. You can find it. Uh, it's called Real Public. All right. Yeah, it's a different channel and I, I, I also promote uh, other musicians there. Hmm. Yeah, there's like a create video specifically for keywords. Okay. And for political, uh, like uh, actual and uh, current political uh, situations and stuff.
stuff like that. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. That's kind of cool to know. Prop- propaganda style. <laughs> all right. And it's, and uh, do you do you play out at all? Do you play live or do you just kind of create music and release it? I don't play live. I, I'm not performing. I'm just a composer. Okay. I'm producer. Right. I also produce and I release other musicians. I'm, I'm actually now currently uh, helping other musicians more. I oh. don't create music anymore. I have created so many tracks and so much music. So I'm just kind of like retired from it oh, <laughs> and okay. now helping and show, sharing my knowledge. Huh. Well, that's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. And then, um, so the track that we were going to uh, play today uh, to close out the show is uh, Into the Highway off of uh, Stylo. Oh, yeah, that rock one. Yeah. yeah. And did you want to tell us a little bit about that before we listen to it? Uh, yeah, I played guitars there. Uh, that's my favorite solo oh. I, did, I did there. And I played uh, bass guitar, recorded guitar, bass guitar as well on it. And uh, I did it with GarageBand. You did the whole thing with uh, with GarageBand. GarageBand, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. And the the drum kit part is uh, made in GarageBand, where they have now new system. Uh, they just uh, the, the the drum kit just creates it by its by its own. You just you just need to put some like uh, how many uh, kicks per minute or stuff like that. And, yeah. Uh, which instruments will be played, and the the drum kit just creates it on itself. So you huh. don't need to do much about the rhythm. You just need to play nice. <laughs> the guitars. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's really cool. This has been awesome. another Music Manumet podcast at musicmanumet.com. Mm-hmm.